Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Right Perspective. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe on any and every platform you use to engage with us. Today, we're going to recap and review the 2023 live-action remake of the 1989 Disney movie, The Little Mermaid. The story is loosely based on the 1837 fairy tale by the same name um, by Hans Christian Andersen. And the 2023 live action remake stars Holly, Holly Bailey, Jonah Howard King, David David Diggs, Aquafina, Jacob Tremblay, Noma Dume Zweni, Art Malik, Javier Bardem, and Melissa McCarthy. The movie just came out on May 26, about a week and a half before the taping of this recording, and it has already made $186.2 million domestically, $140.5 million internationally, wow. for a total of like $326.7 million on a budget of $250 million in just a week and a half. So they've and already will, made their money back. Oh, they've already made their money back for sure. For sure. And there was something I was reading where like they expected more internationally to this point, but still is pacing really well domestically, obviously pacing really well domestically. And I just pulled up just for the sake of comparison, like the original animated film from, from 89, that was also a box office success. And that the budget for that one was $40 million and the box office was $211.3 million. So, so for some, the legacy of this film, the casting, the budget of the film would be enough for this movie to be a classic. But today we will determine whether it is a classic from the right perspective. We'll do a recap, we'll discuss the movie, and then we'll take a vote using a voting symbol picked especially for this discussion. But we always start with intros. Kick us off, bro. I am Aubrey Wright. I'm the oldest. I'm Janaya Wright. I'm the middle. Hello, I'm Brittany Wright, and I'm the youngest. And I just want to say, um, for those who like our our audio, uh, listen, our audio audience, that me and Brittany are wearing matching kimonos. Yes. And where did most... y'all even get kimonos? <laughs> you know, I really want to be the one to discuss this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Your sister, okay, she loves to buy two sizes of one thing when she's ordering it offline, and. I always tell her, I know you're going to be able to fit the smaller size. I don't understand what's happening. Why do we keep doing this? But really what I've learned is that it's really just all a part of her plan to make sure that we have the same clothing. It's true. And so she'll go, oh, Brittany, I have this extra thing here. I'm going to send it to you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Brittany loves, no, Brittany loves when we're hashtag twinsies. And so that's why I keep doing it. It's because that's not, she that's not a direct it. quote. I remember how it all started. Yeah. <laughs> Aubrey, Aubrey knows since we were younger, it's that's been right. a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hashtag mm-hmm. polka dots. Because <laughs> our y'all, our dad was Hashtag a clothing hair, designer. Hair yes. Yes. Hair bodies, hair bodies. Our hair would be to this if uh, both of us would have ponytails to the left and to the right. That's right. Those have two ponytails. You, uh, that's right. This is terrible. But one of the funniest thoughts to me is dad doing y'all hair. Like, <laughs> that is hilarious to me. Because we had a very big, you know, forceful dad. And my mom would do my sister's hair most of the time. 
<laughs> but our mom, our mom was a teacher and so she would have to go to work very early she was a high school teacher and so she would have to go to work very early and so our dad would be getting me and Brittany ready for school yeah. and I'm gonna tell you like here's the thing cause, cause y'all when he was snatching y'all head up it would be a, a situation where normally that amount of snatch would get a complaint for somebody else right <laughs> but with dad y'all just be yeah, maybe a single pain. In pain. <laughs> my, and my edges still ain't right. They ain't never recovered from that childhood. <laughs> but that hair was in place. It that was hair in place. was looking at our it edges. Flats and jets and boys. It flawless all day. Exactly. It's all day. I just. Yeah. 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 Hair was in I'm place. shocked all day. I'm shocked all day. And he never was, and he was so good at so many things. Mm. But he was never great at brush placement. Oh. Why are you no, brushing no, no, my no. whole nose and eyeball? As if the eyebrows were going it's like in you're brushing my whole face. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're really, that's not hair. That's, I don't understand. That's not scalp hair. That's an eyebrow. It doesn't need to be brushed into this ponytail. Y'all never got in trouble. So that was the only time I got to see, you know. <laughs> a little torture. A little yeah, a little, I got to see a little bit. And what you, all, what you forgot too, bro, is when we used to have the curl bangs. Because mm -hmm. daddy, that would be his situation, and we would get a relief from the edge brushing if we had the curl brings because oh. then he would be using a brush to make sure that these curl bangs were curled. Oh man, listen, was curled and banging. anything curl he was doing, bang. he was doing it tightly, okay, yeah. including our hair, pigtails. Shout out Tight. to pig rollers, yes. <laughs> <laughs> shout out don't know who developed yeah, with the, uh, with the clips. shout out yes. yeah and, oh, and he was a clothing designer and so you know he would make our clothes and they would match okay i'm so happy you brought that up yeah what was daddy's signature a big oh. bow i want to let you all know okay i was tim and i were looking at clothes yesterday on instagram and tim was like i love the big bow that's on this coat I said, Tim, are you serious right now? And he was like, yes. I said, that lets me know we're supposed to be together forever. <laughs> Our father's spirit has obviously come <laughs> upon you. It has come upon thee. Has come upon <laughs> thee. It has cometh upon now, we, thee. We are way in the weeds right now. We are. Sorry. Way, so way. there were bows on Little Mermaid's outfit. And we're back. Bring it back. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> well, great segue, sis. Uh, <laughs> well we need to pick a voting symbol for those who are new to our podcast we always pick a voting symbol and we pick it it's like it's like it's tailored to the content that we're actually reviewing and we all you know contribute to the thinking of what the voting symbol will be i generally spend a ton of time like really thinking about like the symbolism in the movie and try to find yeah, like a symbol that is that is like really capturing yeah, like the through line themes right. and oh, takeaways no. for all of us. No, no. And then Aubrey it. picks symbols that are really <laughs> quite explicit and generally like they are the iconic parts of the movie. And Brittany doesn't prepare at all and just in the podcast brainstorms real time. And sometimes she actually comes up with stuff that's pretty good. Can't, can't sometimes lie. I'm sorry. Tell, tell the people the truth. Well, it's not. It's not often. But every time, sometime, every time, every idea I come up with, 
<laughs> Sometimes Every time. A winner. <laughs> it's so good. Every time. They, that's why, they, that's why they listen to the podcast. They're like, oh, what's super awesome that Breen's coming up with? You're welcome. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Well, this is a perfect moment though for me to just give, <laughs> give just to give a little cat little um little to have some transparency with you all and also with the, the larger audience here. Oh man. So I have a newborn baby. I have a baby that was just born two weeks ago. And so my level of preparation for this podcast is actually imaginary. It's not real. <laughs> it didn't happen. And so it we're just, it was quite, it was so minimal. Um, and so I do have a voting symbol to recommend. And I, you know, it didn't, I didn't give it the, I didn't marinate the way that um, I normally Like you do. normally would have. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. Mm. But the first one that came to Thank mind you, for me. Skyler. Mm. <laughs> that's my baby. <laughs> the one that comes to mind for me is uh, the dingle hopper. Okay. <laughs> now. <laughs> so in the movie. You know, I, can never are, guess her. I can never guess her. Like <laughs> as much as I know her. What? I just wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah, because, because now, you know, in the movie, there are sea creatures that are finding things like little artifacts of human life, and they think that they know what the artifacts are. And so they are thinking, <laughs> they, they there's a fork that they call a dingle hopper, and they think, they think it's the groom hair, okay? And I just think that is so interesting because it really does kind of encapsulate the core mis the core misunderstanding in this movie. You know, mm. there are mer people having a misconception of um of what human life is and what humanity is about, and the humans are having like they, there's just a mystery and a misperception of what life is like and and the philosophy of, of the mer people. And so it's just this core disconnect, you know? And so I was thinking the dingle hopper is a great way to kind of like just symbolize mm. um, the main thing that had to be overcome in this movie. And it was a lack of understanding. Well, Janine. Mm. Oh, that was good. Your logic is sound. <laughs> yes. You're done good. <laughs> You're done good. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. What did y'all come up with? Bro, did you come up with any? Sebastian the Crab. That's oh, funny. yeah. I like, and that's just from personal, you know, like, that's what I associate most. Even, it's funny, even more than part of your world, Under the Sea takes me to Little Mermaid. That's a good song. You know, yeah. and, and like it was one of those things where I know what with us when we were kids, like Sebastian stole the show, you know. Oh, for, absolutely. I mean, like every time we watched it, you know, that's what we were can't wait we were for it. For, so. so good. Yeah, so that's a Sebastian good one. Bro. Yeah, because that one is also just about our nostalgia. Yeah. I mean, know? more than anything, like like yeah, more than anything. Because yes. I, I think there are things that would, you know, maybe I could have thought of or, or whatever. But at the end of the day, I mean, like, we would be so, I, I could, I don't remember it exactly, like, where we were sitting or something like that. But I remember the feeling every time yeah. we would, you know, watch that. And yes. We get to start singing it. 
And in the 1989 version, that was Samuel E. Wright playing Sebastian. Yeah. And um, <laughs> probably. Yes. yes. And, um, you know, that song Under the Sea actually won the Academy Award for Best Original Song. It was a great In the song. night for the night. Great song. Yeah. And I'm going to tell, tell you, because here's the thing. If it wasn't a, a children's movie, okay? Like, Kiss the Girl would be like a top 10 slow jam. Like, like. Yeah, if they I had re released it, like, it. I don't, maybe yeah, they did, yeah, but if they had re released like a radio yeah, version. Looking across the way. <laughs> She, she don't got a lot to see. Okay. There's something about her. That song is smooth. It is. Oh, it is. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to get us too deviated here, but there's. Get, I, I have some get. trivia about that song. Go ahead. Oh, get, get no. Let's just get the trivia out there. I'm scared. Yeah, well, you should be. Uh -oh. Okay, because they tweak the She's lyrics. <laughs> Kids. <laughs> I think adulthood is learning that your childhood was a lie. Was lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, one of the things, you know, we'll talk more about this, I'm sure. But, um, you know, when, when you know the original movie the way that we do, you're watching the new one and you can't help but realize what has changed between the old one and the new one. And there were some changes, though, that we could, that you could potentially miss, even a person that's really savvy on the first movie. And that it was some tweaks to some of the lyrics. Did y'all notice that some of the lyrics got tweaked for some of our songs we know really well? Mm -hmm. I do feel like I maybe suspected it, but I did not look into it and I didn't really because I was still just excited that the song was still in the movie. Yes. Well, let me tell you. And then again, when, you, when there's a tweak like that, you wonder like, was this with intention or is this just because it was a new performer riffing or something? Yeah, no. Well, there was some intention because with both songs, Kiss the Girl and with Poor Unfortunate Souls, they had to update them both to, um, to, uh, to, to be more in alignment with the time. So, for example, in Kiss the Girl, the um the the song used to say, it's possible she wants you to. There is one way to ask her, right? And in the new one, they changed it to it's possible she wants you to use your words, boy, and ask her. Mm. And the point of it was to make sure that consent is an active yeah. part of the scene that he isn't just going after her without her permission, you know? And then they also <laughs> changed it from, it don't take a word, not a single word. They changed the language to if the time is right and the time is tonight, you know, which I appreciate these tweaks. You know, so the, anyway, so the song's still beautiful. We ain't got time. She <laughs> needs to have human legs. Well, look. She needs her voice back. Yeah, you won't. Well, well, I, I appreciate it though, because these are these little yeah. subtle things that little girls grow up with. That it's just like you just grow up believing you're on display at the mercy of waiting to be. You know, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I know appreciate. that's like because what the super romantic thing is when you're in a blue lagoon. What you want to do? You want the guy to be like, "Can I kiss you?" That is sexy. You're right. Yeah, I think if it's done well, yeah, it is. Aubrey's joking, but I, I, Aubrey's joking. No, 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 you don't say it like that. You're like, I really want to kiss you. That's it. And then it's like, mm. okay, exactly, totally. 
<laughs> and then the, the revision to poor unfortunate soul there were some lines that may might make young girls somehow feel like they shouldn't speak out of turn you know and so in the original song they removed that whole verse where she was talking about body language you yes. know and she talks about when she talks about it's a man the, the woman who holds her tongue gets the man you know they took that whole verse out which again i appreciate these little things that because they are everywhere you know they become a part of the, the female psyche for little girls so I, I, anyway i appreciate these edits yeah so anyway so sorry that was a little little little, little, little trivia for us on these songs yeah, i'm sure glad they fixed yeah, I appreciate Shut the up. updates. I'm glad. I'm glad. Ben, what about you and We have been doing romance wrong for, for a few thousand years. So I'm glad. See, you joking, bro. You joking, bro. But we out here in these streets in well, anti in an anti-woman society. Oh, mama, thank okay. you. So let, let us we, we have a patriarchal world out here. We okay. may have so that, to revisit that. Just a little, a tinge, a schmidgen, okay? Did you um, think of any, what, what voting symbols come to mind for you? There are so many. Okay. Water. Fish. Boats. Brittany, did you just say water? She did. <laughs> it's also unfortunate. That thing that King Triton holds. Brittany, I'm, I'm just going to have to cut you off here. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. A trident, not a trident. Yes, that. I I have more. That little furry dog. (laughs) There's nothing little about that dog. The seagull. Giant furry dog. The seagull. But really, the one thing that came to my mind, though, was the unfortunate souls. Because I just really feel like that. And I know that that seems like what? But the little shriveled up soul. It's pretty random. And because it's just like it represents this what many people are, which is unhappy with their circumstance. And so they just want so badly to have something else. (laughs) They just want so badly to have something else that you are forgetting all of the beauty that's in front of you. So Mm. go to some witch that has two as her BFFs. And well, people just will sacrifice whatever to try to sacrifice get sacrifice whatever. She's like, yeah, she yeah. Every so, you're, day. so you're saying the poor unfortunate soul. Yeah, yeah. The little yeah I thought you were talking soul. about after she it pointed Yeah. The, I thought you were talking about the ones in the garden. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, she's talking no, about no, the little no, I'm talking about up. those little That's a really in the morbid garden. part of the movie. Yes. That yeah, is a terror. That is some exactly. of those people have been there for 15 years. Yeah, exactly. And think about it, though. Think about it. Because how often do you talk to, like, there's, like, a drunk person on the street telling you, don't end up like me. Like, you know, you're just right, having listen. these random interactions with movie. someone. Okay? This is a happy movie. Is All it, right? though, bro? All right. Is well, it, bro? Oh, look, we're out of time for look voting symbol collection. Poor, bro. Oh, look, we're out of time. We're, we're out of time for bro. voting symbol did I say we're out of time? And she's the yeah. so, All right, so what are we going to do? What, 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 what are we going to pick? We could do oh. Dingle Hopper. All right, Dingle Hopper. Let's go. Y'all go with Dingle Hopper? Okay, great. Although I All think right. water is awesome. It's definitely not. It's okay, so we'll go with Dingle Hopper. Where would mermaids go? She didn't say the ocean or, or the wind. She's just like water. 
<laughs> at the end of this discussion, the Little Mermaid 2023 live action remake must get not zero, not one, not two, but three dingle hoppers <laughs> in order for it to be considered a classic from the right perspective. And it's so why do we have to watch hopper. the original if we're only talking about? We're talking about both of them. Well, we're, we're, we're voting we're, on the new one. That's what I thought. Are we? We're, we're just voting on the new one, right? That's what we did. Because okay. with West Side All Story, right. we watched them both, but we only voted on the new one. All right, let's go. Oh, we did. Well, we, I, that's, that's my because, memory. Well, that's I thought because we had, combo did West Side. we had already mm. did the original West Side Story. We did? Okay. We had already voted on that one. And... Okay, is that what it was? Yeah. But I mean, I know I, I think that's fine. If we're, we're, I was just making sure. No, I it's mean, good that we clarified this. But yeah, yeah, that would be my recommendation because I mean they're so different. It's like it's not like a like a like mm. a part one, two, three. These are the same movie, um, just redone. Well, so it'd be changes. hard to vote on them together. That changes things. Okay. They both have. Yeah. I'm picking up what you're dropping. <laughs> Is that <laughs> and mermaid? Exactly. And well, let's stand. Let's get Forgot into that. that. Let's get into our recap. So, you know, again, normally I write up a nice recap. I didn't do that. So I'm just going to try to talk through quickly the general gist of the movie. That's fine. I, I would invite Aubrey, Brittany, y'all hop in. But I, you know, I'm just going to go go from the go from the noodle. Okay, I mean, just right off the top. I can do there. it in two seconds. It's an unhappy mermaid. She wants to be a human. Then she becomes one. And then Ursula's a hater. And then actually by the end, it all works out. Okay, listen, I'm going to do the recap. That wasn't too bad. This is, all, this is all off the rails right now. Okay, so. Great. Oh, so, no, so, yeah. I, so we all, spoiler alert, we do a recap because our content is generally old. Um and it's really important for us to do a recap this time because, um, again, we're comparing a movie that's been old. We're going to end up discussing the original and the, and the remake. So we got to kind of talk through what the remake is so we can get to those nuances. But yeah, bro, take All it right. away. So anyway, this opens up with, uh, a, you know, a boat, a sailboat. And <laughs> what? It's, it's, a, ship. A, it's a ship. Is that, is that what was funny? That I called it a boat? Well, what was funny was like how much detail you're getting into. When... Oh no, I'm not getting into okay. detail. But that's what was okay. But that is what I know she's not for... talking about nobody. Yeah, that's, the... in the that's why it was funny because I was like, when I get well, I, I can assure you, this is not going to be that. Go detail. for it, bro. I'm but I'm just saying, <laughs> both of them start off in the you know in the boat where we meet. His name is Eric, right? The 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 prince, the prince, the human so, prince. Yeah, so we so we open up in the boat where we meet the prince, who is Prince Eric of a nondescript, just like a Caribbean country, yeah, it's just Caribbean a, island, it's just a country. country. <laughs> it's a country, and um, he, they are uh, the, the people in the boat are, you know, wailing and doing stuff like that. So they start talking about mermaids, obviously. As you do <laughs> while you're on the boat, but um, the bottom line is, as you can tell, that Eric is somebody who likes to, you know, explore and discover and stuff like that. Meantime, you have under the sea, you have Ariel, and Ariel is fascinated with the up, 
What, what does she call it? What the surface it? human the surface world. world. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She's and she's a princess human. too. Right. And obviously her father has a lot of problems getting with her going to the surface and stuff like that. Because her mom was killed by somebody on the surface. Which and which is interesting. That's the interesting thing about human nature we could talk about too. It's like your first experience just imprints on you, you know. And obviously there's dangers up there. I mean, her father's not all the way wrong, but she wants to be able to explore. So going up there uh, against her father's wishes, at one point she sees Eric and she is infatuated with him kind of from the beginning. And long story short, the, uh, the ship ends up going into a storm and wrecking. Eric almost dies. Ariel saves him, brings him to the shore, and she's singing to him. And actually, apparently, they didn't get into too many details, but I guess in the remake, the singing has some type of... She's a, it's a siren, a siren song. Yeah, it's a yeah. siren song. So it saves him. The singing yeah, it itself saves him. saves him. Yeah, it saves him. It, it, it saves him. And... Um, so obviously this woman that he's, when he's coming to, she disappears, but he just has this image of this woman who saved him. And so he's spending all the kingdom's resources, trying to, not all the kingdom's resources, he's spent a lot of resources searching this, it's not a big island, but he's determined to find this woman who saved his life. Meanwhile, Ariel is, Ariel is, you know, in love with the guy or very infatuated. Her father finds out she, he, she went up there. He goes crazy and smashes a bunch of her stuff that she was saving from her service. Her excursions. Yeah, her excursions where she's, you know, she looks in all the sunken ships and all that kind of stuff to find things from the surface world. So her father basically wrecks that place, wrecks her little statue of Eric, which can I just say that's one part in the movie I liked that she got the statue to the cave as opposed to Flounder. Flounder. It's like, how did that even happen? Anyway, so. How dare you question the logic of an animated cartoon. That always bothered me. From the 80s. Because he was this little, and he was like, look, I brought it in. It's like, how? Anyway. So, we don't know. We don't know his workout routine. True that. True that. True that. We don't know. We don't know. What he's <laughs> or who he knows. We don't know. You but, don't know. <laughs> but anyway, um, so she's obviously really distraught. And her, the, the um, what's her name? The octopus lady is escaping. Ursula. Ursula. God, dog. I mean, so anyway, her aunt, Ursula, had been banished from the kingdom apparently 15 years ago and finds out that Ariel is pining for the surface life. So she sends her little minions to say, look, I got somebody who can probably help. Ariel's desperate, so she goes. And in this deal, Ursula says, I can make you human for three days. You have to get a kiss of true love by sunset on the third day. But you got to do it without your voice. Um, Ariel agrees, and she goes 
to, you know, basically she's washed up or washes herself up on the island. She's brought to the kingdom. Eric is very nice, takes her out on a nice little excursion. They fall in love, almost kiss, but they don't kiss. Now, Ursula realizes this is getting too close. Like, this is too close for comfort. They almost kissed in the little girl. Because they're in love. They're in love. So what she does is puts a spell on herself to be not only a person who, you know, looks age-appropriate and all that kind of stuff for, for Eric, but also uh, she now has Ariel's voice. So she's able to use the powers of the voice to, um, to, to you know, seduce uh, Eric into marrying her that day, basically. Or, they no, they didn't do the wedding in the new one. It was going to be like an announcement. Yeah, it was an engagement. Or whatever, yeah. like an engagement thing. But they, they were going to do that that day. Um, some of Ariel's friends from the sea find out. Mm -hmm. They try to stop it. And they actually do stop it. And Ariel gets her voice back because the talisman that Ursula was holding her voice and gets broken along the way. Voice goes back to Ariel. She can now explain what's happening. And they're actually about to have a kiss of true love. But um, the sun sets right before they kiss. So, so now it's too late. Ursula reverts to her true form, grabs Ariel, goes to the bottom of the sea because Ariel has now referred it back to being a, a mermaid, right? Mm -hmm. So when she gets down to her uh, cave, um, the father is there. The, the, the king is there. Uh, Ariel's father is there and confronts Ursula. He tries to fight Ursula a little bit, but they made the deal. So apparently once the deal is made, in this world, it can't be broken by magic. It's just the deal is the deal. So he offers her his trident because that's what she wanted. And the trident apparently has the power. And so once she has the trident, she uh, actually destroys the king. And in this process, Eric has jumped into the water with some harpoons to, to try to fight Ursula. Why he only brought one harpoon when he had more? I don't know, but that that's what happened. He brought one harpoon, left the rest of the little <laughs> I guess he was just going to go back and re-up. It's anyway, a lot happening. It's yeah, a lot, it's a lot happening. going on. I'm trying to it's, save my mer girlfriend. Yeah, it's, it's a lot going on. From a, a giant going. octopus. Yeah, from a giant octopus. <laughs> a squid. A yeah, squid. squid. A yeah, squid. It's, it's a lot going on. So much happening. So anyway, <laughs> this obviously angers Ursula, who grows huge. And one of the, the the wrecked ships from the bottom of the sea gets up, you know, in all the commotion that Ur Ursula's making. It resurfaces, and Ariel's able to steer that into Ursula to kill her. The father comes back to life. After a little bit of time, he actually, you know, uh, um, transforms Ariel to a human. She marries Eric, and now we kind of see them going out to explore and a new union of humans and mer people at the end of the movie. Mm. Fair enough, excellent, beautiful. All right. 
great recap, excellent. bro. That was excellent. That was very good. It reminded me of what I forgot. <laughs> yeah, well, I, so yeah, I felt this, it's important to say they opened in the ship because that's how, you know. Yeah, how they how she fell in love with it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Well, I love that, bro. And in the way that you went through it, it's a perfect kind of foundation for us to 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 hop in to discuss yeah. this movie, but also to really talk about um, some of the things that are different with the original and this one. And so I'll throw out a couple. Um, so there are some that are highlighted in this article I found. Um, it's it's a, it's on time.com. And it's like 10 ways the new Little Mermaid is different from the original animated movie. Um, but there are a couple they don't reference too. Um, the, the first one that I think is worth a discussion is the relationship between Ursula and the Sea King. Yeah, because in the original, Ursula was just the sea witch that was just evil. Okay, and in this um, remake, they have given her a relationship to the king, and I, 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 you know, so it was that they are brother and sister, and she is estranged from the family because obviously she ain't been up to no good ever. Okay, now how a squid is a sibling with you know don't understand with a mer person I don't know. But the same fallacy you just scolded. We me don't have exactly, but we don't have to question any of that. We don't have to question any of that. Okay, and um and so it's it's a it's a sibling bitterness, and for some reason she is supposed she she thinks that it's her right to be the the the, the ruler of the ocean, and um and. And it isn't, it's her brother. And so that's the core of her bitterness. So did, what did y'all think of that, um, that read that different take on Ursula? That was one of the ones I liked. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I appreciated that change. But honestly, I when I was watching it, I thought to myself, I had to think to myself, I was like, oh, that, that is different. They didn't discuss that in the other movie. And when I was watching the other movie, I was like, I don't even think I ever thought that about, you know how is she it just seemed like she's just a dark force yes in the water. yes you know yeah I mean? so we didn't get to like that yeah. core of like the why why yeah. was she so angry and wanting to have power yeah. yes because the way they set her up now she could have her own backstory movie I like mean, how did ursula become so bitter and angry and I would love to see Melissa McCarthy do it again. I would, I would absolutely watch well. it. Oh, I would absolutely she did watch so well. it. Both of them, the Ursula from the original and Melissa McCarthy, excellent. They did it, and it's very, it's very clear. Whoever was the 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 what is it, the illustrator for Ursula, they had an idea of what they wanted, honey. They wanted somebody voluptuous. I said, Ursula, I don't remember you having all this booty. I was like you. <laughs> I was like you. I said okay then, uh, Ursula. You you showing out in the watchers? No, the so, original Ursula was voluptuous too. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm oh, talking okay. about. I don't remember the original Ursula being all that voluptuous. I knew <laughs> she had a large chest, I but I don't was. remember her having a big butt. And oh, I was yeah. like, I said okay then, Ursula. I see you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, related to that part of the storyline, you know, they also made um they made this the voice of. Ariel, a siren song. And I actually have mixed emotions about this because the siren song is, a, we when we think of a siren song, we think of it as something that manipulates people. Yeah. Right. When you think of a siren, you're thinking if it's like, it draw, it's like driving people off course or, or manipulating their conclusions. Um, but in this case, she used her siren song to heal Eric. 
So they needed to explain how she was able to save him. And I appreciate they used her voice as the way to to as the uh, to to bring a logic to how she saved him because she had to bring him from the middle of the ocean all the way to to shore, and so I guess it wouldn't have been logical for her to have been able to do it successfully. So they they made the siren song, but I I struggle with that a little bit because it took some of the magic out of their relationship, you know, or, or it took some of the the the, the authentic chemistry away. Because now it seems like she manipulated him with her siren song to fall in love with her, kind of. The, fu the funny thing mm. is, that sounds like a point I normally would have made, but I actually, it didn't, it felt like the siren song was to wake him up, but I didn't, I didn't feel like they were saying. I that it would like, just endear I him to like, her, kind yeah, of? I, no, I mean, he was endeared to the person saved my life. Okay. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. But I didn't feel like, I felt like she could have used it if she wanted to. But I didn't okay. see Thank any you for that. implication that she actually did. Okay. Because e even um, Ursula was like, you know, I'm going to take this because I wouldn't be fair, you know? Yeah. And so she knows what she could do, but I didn't get to feel that's what she did. And, okay. I, and, and I don't think that Ariel would have either. Okay. But even if she did, though, that's kind of like a okay, right? Because it's leaving that impression on someone. You know, you want them to, you want to stand out from from the rest. So how how would I stand out from the rest? Nobody else has my siren song. Whoa, you know, I'm just gonna start singing it because you're gonna remember this here siren song. I'm yeah. not being negative, but I, I'm making myself stand out from all the other people you've ever met. And I mean, I'm not a people, I'm a mer person, but that's beside the point. The <laughs> point is, <laughs> you're going to remember. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that take, but I, I, in the moment, I was like, oh, it's but I, but I, I appreciate the way y'all are thinking about it. Another one that, and I, and I'll stop because there's so many in my mind, but another one that stuck out, stuck out for me was, um, you know, at the end, um, Ariel killed the killed Ursula. Yes. Now, did y'all remember that Eric is the one that killed Ursula in the original? Of course. So, er it was the same thing though, where it was like a a a a a ship, a wrecked ship, you know, that comes out of the water. Um, yeah. But Eric was the one that killed her in the last one, and this time Ariel killed her. Yeah, they fixed that, and I like that. that. I like yeah, that. Yeah women, very... don't, yeah, women don't need no saving. Right. Yeah, that made a whole lot of sense. I that wasn't even I wasn't I wasn't even thinking about it in that way. For him not to have his heroic moment. I wasn't even thinking about it in that way, bro. The way I was thinking about it was that he's literally a human. And I was thinking to myself, he was a him, human in the original. No, that's what I'm saying. I was thinking about him at, if they were trying to, you know make some stuff a little more realistic i was thinking to myself would he have been able to withstand what was happening in terms of him getting on the ship being able to get to the what is the thing called the wheel the the, the i don't know what that thing is called. yeah but steering the, wheel the I don't steering know what wheel it's on, on yeah. the ship mm -hmm. <laughs> i was thinking to myself him being able to get there um this is a movie been, with a 300 foot <laughs> octopus lady 
mermaids and talking crabs and you're talking about that that was that was my only well, thing for me that was my me. only thinking but i honestly i promise you i did not think to myself at all about her being the one to save him or anything like that i just i wasn't even thinking that i was like oh okay would that make sense because he's human him needing to hold on to something him him being overtaken by the waves is more likely than Ariel being overtaken by the waves because she's in the waves all the time. It's so true. that's the only thing that I it's was her turn. I didn't think anything else. I and that's also her aunt. So she's like, and it's time for you to go. And so that's the piece that, that, <laughs> that for those me, are the stars that I started thinking about. That was the piece for me since the last thing you said there, which was like to me, it added a depth because it wasn't just a bad guy that got killed. It was her saying, you know what? I'm like, she killed her aunt. She killed her, like, it, it just, it made the the triumph even greater that they had put that familial relationship. Well, it, it was just, I, when I sat down to watch this movie, I knew for a fact, I didn't know what was going to happen, but I knew Eric wasn't going to be a hero at the end of this movie. I knew that. You think and he's not a hero? He is not the hero. He's not one of the, in, in, in the original movie, it was great. She saved him. He saved her. It, that's, but now if there is, if the remake of the movie, if there was a male protagonist doing something heroic, he ain't gonna be doing it in a remake. You could, you could guarantee that. Just wow, bro. That's the, I'm struggling with with that with what okay, you just well, said. That's what happened. You're saying then, there's no space for male heroes in the movie, like if it historically had a male hero that I'm society saying, just wouldn't allow that to happen? I'm saying there was nothing added to the story by taking away the part where Eric kills Ursula. Nothing. Yes, it was, because she has now killed her aunt. She killed her aunt who had killed her father. She avenged her father's death. It wasn't just, let's just kill the bad guy. She she was killing the person that had just killed her father, who was also her aunt. Yes. That added something. That to me added layers. Yeah, because I, I wasn't thinking, but I see where you're coming from, bro. Because in the but... original, King Triton had got turned into a scrub. He didn't get yeah. he didn't get killed. He got mm -hmm. turned into an unfortunate. Soul. Yeah, but she he was he was killed in this one. But it wasn't. She just ended up being on the boat in all the chaos. It wasn't like. There was something where it was like, you killed my father. Now I had to avenge him. She didn't say she, it, but that's what happened. But what I'm saying is she just ended up on the boat. That's so she was there. She saw and she still had boat. an opportunity. She and had she, an opportunity. And what killed. I'm saying is, is it could have easily been the exact same thing with Eric. He could but have it just wouldn't end, have had the depth. It would have just been killing the bad like, guy. I, I'm just saying. The purpose of this was she don't need no man saving her. She's going to save herself. That was the message. Pretty Because like nobody's thinking, oh, well, it's like when you were. But he still got into the water with the harpoon. Oh, yeah, he was good. Yeah, I kind of felt like but, I thought but he, he was but, very heroic. I don't know. I'm just struggling. Oh, no, with... he was heroic in the sense that he jumped in the water. And I was glad they at least gave him that. Hmm. But at the end, that was the moment. That was a that was a huge part of the movie. That was a huge part of the movie in, in, in the original movie where he's fighting. How are we going to kill this? And he, you know, he 
sees, he gets the idea in, in the last moment, and he steers the ship into her, killing her. That that's that was an important part of the movie. And he just took it away. But I mean, it's not uncommon. That's just, I knew for a fact they weren't going to let him save the day at the end. I knew that from the beginning. So mm. wh- whatever starts, we're good. I knew at the beginning. And I, I actually, I didn't go see the movie by myself. I want to bet. I was like, I bet you $20. Eric does not kill Ursula at the end of this movie. <laughs> And you know what? Honestly, I knew that Ursula got killed. I had forgotten about that part of the movie. Mm. And it was funny when I was watching the original, I real I used to, if anyone would ask me and they'd be like, Well, what's your favorite Disney movie? I'd be like, Oh my gosh, Little Mermaid. <laughs> and I was and I was watching it and I was like, Oh, I don't remember a lot of stuff about this movie as much as mm. I thought I did. And so when Eric was killed her in the cartoon, I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I wasn't, and so it wasn't when it, when she did it in the movie, in the the more realistic movie. I didn't even think about any comparison. My brain was just watching that movie, and I was like, "Oh, it makes more." It make when I was comparing it to, I was like, "Oh, well, it makes more sense. She's a fish, and that boat could tip over or whatever the case may be. And while a human may struggle, a fish would would fare better." Now, the only thing that I did think was like, okay, girl, you is like moving real fast on that ship with no legs to get to that steering wheel. But I was like, but listen. She swims every single day. She has strong upper body strength. (laughs) Every day. She does. She swims 100% of the time. No, with no, you know, but uh, so, but I will say, bro, I see what you're saying. um, And I can, I can understand that sentiment. I think one thing that is odd, though, the, a lot of these Disney movies are really focused towards little girls and how we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to do. And so while that might be true that it's like, oh, he's not going to be the knight in shining armor anymore um, in just that moment. But I think that there's just this they're trying to fix as much as they can some of the trauma or some of the messaging is the better word that has been given to young women over the years that has been harmful. And so even in the cartoon, when I was watching it, right, everyone that was desirable was not, no one was plus size. Everyone that was undesirable or evil were plus size or servants. And they did not, and some of them did not look nice. The one lady, her teeth was doing this. I was like, what is happening right now? And so when you're a kid and you're watching it, you're not thinking about that. But what is that really doing to your psyche? If so it's, a, if it's everywhere, if it's, if co- it's, if it's constant. And it's yeah. just common. And so I think about this messaging for a lot of women that I have to be saved by a man. But here's the thing, if you're keep being told that you're supposed to be saved by this individual and this is your life's goal and I need to give up my fish life and become a human, like if you're being told this messaging, but then you're in real life and real life says who you are, you don't get the person jumping on the ship, steering to go kill something. 
you don't get the person that's searching for you everywhere. What does that do? So I understand the messaging and wanting to kind of fix it up and do different stuff with it. But I can also see where it's just like, okay, don't don't do the most. I'm saying in the, the original movie, I don't think anybody could argue that Ariel was weak. Ariel was strong, independent minded, brave. She risked her life for three days. Just betting on, I believe love will work out. That I believe it'll work out. This this feels right. And not only that, she saved Eric's life in the beginning of this movie, which is the whole point of the movie. So the beauty of the Little Mermaid uh, cartoon was she saved him. And through her bravery, now he's alive. And then he saves her. They saved each other. It was a symbiotic, um, you know, power that that was going on there. And I just, I'm saying I miss that dynamic. No, I can, I can oh, totally, I get that. I totally this, understand that. This, this, this feels like a great segue to mm-hmm. the a larger question of like, why are we doing live action remakes of stuff? Oh my because gosh. I mean, I'm so I, I mean, glad you brought that up because because right, I will just so say much stuff when you in do that. general, I'm this concept Although of like Moana's let's go back, out. redo, remake it to me, it is just such BS. I struggle with it. It's you know, lazy. It's, it's lazy. lazy. Even even, and it's not just in the movies, y'all. Like even on um on stage productions, they're they're doing with like what they're calling like colorblind casting, where just even if it's historical figures, they could just be casted as any race, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like, I, it's it's it. I think for me, it's like on some level, I'm like, okay, I see how it 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 helps from a representation perspective. It's like, okay, now we see more diversity um, and it's diversity in, in lots of ways. But the story itself, if you're telling a white story and you just make it a racially diverse cast, you haven't actually brought something new into the conversation. So I just want to tell y'all right now, I, I am just not a fan of this. I just feel like it is time to just elevate new content. Just there's new content out there. There's can somebody so, write a mermaid story? I'm sure they can. There's so there's much so, new but, content. I mean, there's so much new content. I like, I'm feeling you so much that I'm getting chills right now. I got like, it. I got a little bit of goose bubble goosebumps popping because I feel so you so much because what I'm saying uh-huh. is there are messages that for example that can get that get better right but it's like make something new with yes with the new message yes yes and, and like live with, in our with, new with, values you don't yeah, have to go with, back whatever, and forth correct yeah whatever whatever is going because that's how time works yes you know move and, forward and what i'm saying is it even makes your message more effective because because we're talking about inclusivity and you know all these different you know gender roles and all these different kind of stuff but but let's just you, we're not gonna get, I'm sure we're not gonna get back in it, but let's just use this as an example. Let's say I was watching the mermaid movie, a new one, and at the end, 
she killed the whatever. Whatever. Like I wouldn't be thinking about it. But like there whenever you're making these remakes, you think of everything in the context of the the, the, the original. Absolutely. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. And, and, and so everything is on that. And the other thing is, is with Disney in particular, I feel like they did as best job as they could. But with anthropomorphic, that's the right characters, the the animals that are like mm-hmm. people or whatever, that doesn't translate as good to um, live action. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like Sebastian, I enjoy Sebastian in the movie as well. But like, there's no comparison to how you can make his facial expressions. No way. It's a cartoon. Yep. Like you can have his voice doing certain things, but you can't have. Now I will say, add to your point though, Aquafina did a great job being the the what is it? Scott, the stork. Uh, Scott yeah, stork. Mm-hmm. She she did she did an amazing job at being just like ridiculous. Um. I did. And she had big shoes to fill because it had been Buddy Hackett, you know, in the original. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Big shoes to fill. Let me tell you something. I laughed out loud when he was swarming up all the animals to come and like destroy this wedding in the cartoon. When he got into Ursula's face, and just yelled at her like it was. <laughs> he just screamed really loudly, and I had to watch it twice. It made me it laugh out loud. It was yes. so funny. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I I I appreciate that. I do I do think about some of the things though that I do like the fact that um they I felt like the new movie was Little Mermaid meets Fantasia. Meets- <laughs> meets once upon this island and i love once upon this island is a high bar sis and 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 i say that only because that i seen when they were out in the community and it looked like a true island oh i see it looked like an island yeah they extended it out to community in both situations yeah i appreciate that and waters and cliffs and people and people outside selling and all the uh, uh, selling their goods and you know and of course they had a bit of you know the, they had to have a dancing a random dancing where everybody knew the same dance um and you know to have that but uh i mean somebody popped on cha-cha slide i mean listen we would know it <laughs> absolutely we would know it okay <laughs> and so i i like how they added that in and i see this is the other part you guys i have forgotten about Ariel doing that with the carriage. When I was watching the cartoon, I was like, oh, this was in the cartoon too? Mm-hmm. It was almost as if the newer movie had to make me do a callback to the old movie. I didn't realize how much I just didn't remember. But what I did remember was the songs. I did remember Kiss the Girl. I did remember um, Under the Sea. You know, I remember these parts. And something Mm. our cousin Alexis really made a point about when we were talking about it. She was like, they didn't do the scene with the chef. I hate that they didn't have that with the chef. Thank you. I I, I felt like 
They Let's replaced talk about that. this for people that might not know. Okay. In the cartoon, there's a song called Les Poissons. And it is this, this the chef on the island making dinner. And this, the purpose it serves in the original animation is to show humanity eating seafood. Okay. And 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 Sebastian almost gets gets cooked <laughs> and eaten. Um, but obviously he gets out of it. Um, but is that is the only scene where you actually really understand why the mer people are afraid of the humans, and yeah. that's in the original. And then in the new one, it's not in there at all. There's yeah. no time but, at but, which you see like humanity. Well, you do a little but, bit. But, 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 the but painting they... on the wall. Now that's a good point, sis. They did okay, have a, bro. A, in. It, you're right, sis. They did have that painting on the wall of dead yeah. fish, a fish yeah. hanging from hooks. Go ahead, bro. No, I'm just saying, in the new one, the reason why they are forbidden from going to the surface is because his wife got killed. That was it's, in the old one, too. I didn't hear that in the old one. I was waiting. Really? For Am I misremembering that? Yeah, that didn't happen in the old yeah, one. I, 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 they just I, I, weren't I, 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 supposed to go up there because the humans, they 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 eat fish. Yeah. And so it's like, and so, and so I'm okay, I might projected that onto yeah. the old one. Mm -mm. See oh, what okay. I mean? That's exactly what was happening. Like I was watching the new one, and then I watched the old one. I was like, "Oh, that didn't happen." It was so. Mm. It was. A, it was a weird feeling that I was having. Like, I don't okay, know what's true anymore. Well, that's <laughs> a good addition. That that's a good addition that they made. Then they needed because if clear before it, it was just stay away because the humans will get you. Yes, this is now the father having an additional layer of they killed your mama. They okay to that point about the dad. That's good. The bringing him up. Did you all notice how in the real one they just kept calling him the Sea King and they never called him King Triton? Now they called him King Triton and the Sea King in the cartoon, but I watched the the real the live action one twice and i was like they never call him king triton why aren't they calling him king triton and i didn't look it up but when i did talk to one of our cousins she said that king triton is like a marvel character maybe or mm. something like that and mm. i was like oh it's probably a licensing issue something like mm. that in my mind because i was just like why are mm. we not calling him king triton at all they made it very clear to continue to call him the sea king that's like, so that's interesting odd to me I don't, yeah. And I don't even know if you noticed that that was what was I happening. didn't. I, I was just like, they keep calling him the Sea King. I was like, what, why aren't we calling him King Triton? I don't understand. What? Um, so, and I noticed But, again, but I, think, I think the point is, though, is that a remake, it never can, it's always going to be in context of the original. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's mm -hmm. like, you can, and I'm going to tell you, the theater I was in, they had a good time. Okay? Like, people clapped after she sang Part of Your World. I oh, couldn't good. believe it. They, they actually clapped. No. But also present in the theater, though, was us collectively waiting on parts. Yeah. So it's like when, when, every, when, they, saw, when they saw the boat, it, like, because... Kiss the girl happens in the original when they are uh, in the blue lagoon. They are, you know, rolling in that blue and, lagoon. Yeah, and and there, as soon as you saw the boat, everybody in the theater was like, "Ah!" Oh, you know, like, <laughs> they're already excited. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And, and I'm just saying, I just don't see 
it takes away from my being able to get lost in the movie. It's like I'm just watching something I watched before, but seeing how they'll, you know, do it. And if they what change it, changes are they going and to if be? they change it, I ain't going to like it. So mm-hmm. then, because I didn't like, everybody is liking all the extra songs. I didn't like any of the extra songs. I didn't I, like any of those. I didn't extra like songs. any of the extra songs. And I let me read just, those out for folks. They were too long, and it was like, and it made me feel like, no, look, we're we're it's different. We got a song here. See, and let me it. let me read out. Let me read <laughs> out what the songs are real quick, and, y'all. Well, the one when you get to the one song. Okay, go ahead. There's three new songs. One is for the first time which is Ariel's first step into the human world. Yes. One is Wild Uncharted Waters. And Horrible that song. is Eric's big solo about wanting to get off the Zero. island. Delete that, it. And they then sh- they should have just deleted delete and that. Scuttlebutt, Scuttlebutt was um, the seagull and the crab rapping to each other. And so, all of these were by Lynn manuel Miranda. I was just about to say, so I, when I heard Not Scuttlebutt song, I was laughing like, and I saw his name come up in the credits. I was like, that's where Scuttlebutt came from. Yeah. I was like, that was, we were watching Hamilton. Yeah. And so I was just like, I, but I enjoy, but I will say this. I enjoyed Scuttlebutt, but the only reason why I enjoyed it, because I think Aquafina is funny. And so I was like, okay, but I can also see how if people made the statements that I didn't appreciate any of these new songs, I also understand that, like completely. Because well, we, uh, didn't, didn't, we didn't really need them. We didn't need them. Well, I'm gonna tell you the theater loves Scuttlebutt. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed in. it. The yeah. th- theater I was in, and I and it was one of these moments where I was like, I get like I I I because everybody was really, and for me, the song felt very out of place. It didn't even feel like the rest of the movie. And it was just, it didn't even make sense. I'm gonna get some of that scuttlebutt. Like, what are you talking about? Like, it, it was just, it was just. But I, at the same time, I was in a place of not hating because I'm like, whatever you're doing, whatever they're doing is working because okay. everybody in this theater is excited. I'm just saying, personally, it just felt shoved in. It was just like, yeah, I, I, yeah. I for me, for me, y'all, I, what I, what, what I struggled with is that it was the only rap. You know, if they had brought a, a general diversity to the kind of music in the overall movie, yeah, I can see, I then see it wouldn't have stuck out so much. Like if they had oh, maybe okay. done, let's do a jazzy song. Let's do a uh, tango. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like if when they, they were had, in the, yeah. Yeah, if they yeah. had somehow like, they had changed up the music enough that we were getting surprised by like musical genre over and over, it wouldn't have felt so out of place. But it was like you. Yeah, everything else you. was the normal Disney melodic song, and then you have that rap. I was just like, y'all really that. It just felt like it was trying too much. I think there was a way that they could have set it up to feel a little less out of place. But I could have lived without all three of those songs. Yeah, and I like, three. I like, but they are great singers. And maybe we right. should talk about that. Like maybe let's talk. I was about just about to say what I couldn't live without was Halle Halle Bailey did a great job. Great. Great singing, great acting. I mean, she truly was, um, she she filled the shoes of- of, Without a shadow of of, a doubt. 
of Ariel. I and made it her no own. Question. She did both. And she respected you, what it was and made it her own. And I'm gonna tell you, I was a little concerned that. And okay, I'm with Janaya about just the anybody could play anything. That's just it's not my jam. Okay, like I'm not. It's just not my jam. But what I will say, since they did it that way, it let me not think about any of the controversy that people was talking about going into. Because, like, it was such a big thing that people were talking about when it was like, Janelle, I don't know if you know you're on mute, but you're on mute. But, uh, um, the baby was is crying in the background. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So cool, I was, I just, I was sure. just saving can't myself even, some... Y'all can't, can't hear her. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. It's probably was, doing the noise. Filter. I was just saving myself something to edit out later. It was just that. We'll, we'll let you know if it starts. Okay. I think all of this should be left in the podcast, by the way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because I also feel like. And the baby's the, in good. If we're going to leave it in, then I want to explain that the baby's in good hands, y'all. The baby is with my partner and my doula outside. So, in the yeah, room. I was about she to say. Lying. <laughs> the baby is watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> What what an iPad. Right. <laughs> iPad. <laughs> I forgot what we was talking about. No, you were well, just oh, go ahead. Ahead. I was just gonna say, bro, you were just talking about like you were saying in general, you agree with this oh, sentiment yeah, yeah. of like Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with the sentiment of is it like, helpful I'm not, I'm not, to ask to anybody yeah, yeah, anybody that, that's not really my jam. But because of how they did it, because like coming up to it, everybody was arguing as people always argue about everything. Oh, she's this, she that. And I'm like, well, in the movie, there was just like everybody was everybody. There was no like there's no real rhyme or reason to that. So like I, I liked that. I would have preferred that to just, you know, trying to like maybe race swap one person or something like that. I preferred them just to be like, look, it's just a smorgasbord. And it's, I agree. Like we everywhere. We yeah. all know, don't nobody know no. We don't know. Yeah, nobody happened. know what's going on. We're the, we're the, yeah. Even accents within one family. Right. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> you just look how you look we're when you come out. Exactly. Because <laughs> when those mer people were coming out of the water, I said, well, look at that. That's so right. That, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they were like, we're going to, you know, diversify. But can, <laughs> but can I also say, before we move on, this is another thing about translate something to realism is that like when I'm looking at Sebastian, first of all, I eat crabs. So Sebastian just looked like food to me for the whole movie. <laughs> and I, I guess it's just head? me. Oh, my you know what I mean? But like I'm saying it was hard for me to get lost in sure him yeah. as because I'm and honestly, and I'm gonna be honest with you, um Ariel's tale Reminded me of the sardine uh, package. The, the, all right, I think I need to edit that I out can't. so that you don't lose all. Yeah, no, but uh, I'm no, I'm saying I'm talking about the colors. I'm cracking, yes, bro. I, I'm just talking you, about the colors. But bro, I'm, can I yeah. just say, bro, what you're saying, like this is what James was saying. The so James saw the live action before he saw the original. Oh, so we went and saw the live action, that's and then and then it was after it was over, he was in he was in this feeling of like, oh, that was so great, and I couldn't understand why he felt like that, and it was and I was like, when you compare it to the original, your mind is shocked to Channel Nine, 
And he was like, well, I never saw the original. And I was like, okay, this first of all puts our relationship in peril. <laughs> like, second, we have to rectify this immediately. Like what? Totally. So then, so he saw the second one, the, the original second. And he really, what he was saying, bros, what you were saying, which is that when it is animated, there is a whimsy that you get just yes, that's what I was trying to say. That just makes everything more special, more fun. You know, like that Dinglehopper scene where Scuttle like combs his hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not going to translate. It can't in when they made it real, feathers just flew out. But when it was when it was an animated, he, he got, got a little, little afro. afro. There's <laughs> no like when she tried when she started doing her hair. There is okay. no way like because like in that in the original when she says. The, Yes. She, I mean, she, she picks up the cord her and she's getting she, <laughs> she like, look, I know, I know what this is. The issue for me, even with that, though, is that Holly Bailey, actually, she like, she has locks. And I know they did goddess locks on her hair. So some of her hair is locked and goddess locks, some of it's locked. Some of it's more loose. And when they did that, I was just like, this, this doesn't actually really translate what? to this. Well, honestly, hair and how we do that so we're putting a comb through that or a fork putting anything through that you wouldn't normally do that yeah they, they like wrapped just, it around yeah i think it would have been funny if they would have found out some other use that would have been equally as yeah you know funny off but, yeah but, but, totally. but even like if, this is a but you gotta think, yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good but, yeah. but like you gotta think even if even if somebody had straight hair, you can't do that with a fork. Like th <laughs> there would have been no way to translate this into human. Into into that's just one of the yeah. You just lose. You just lose some of the whimsy. Yeah. You know. Well, I will tell you this: something, and it made me emotional at the end of the the original and kind of the. Well, I was emotional two different reasons at the end of each movie. Before the real one, anytime I see in a movie where they're trying to fix where the a larger theme of the movie is, we're all different, but we could work together. When I see that larger theme and I see it comes together, it always makes me cry. It always makes me cry. Feels. Yes. And the reason is it always reminds me how much destruction has been done to ensure that we can't get there. That we can't that we can't mm. get there. Mm. It just is so much destruction that has been created to make sure that we don't live in harmony amongst other people that we don't embrace other people's differences, That's that true. we don't embrace different mindsets, different religions, different thought processes, different, um, just anything. And then when you go and you do go to these places, you can have someone take it and, uh, and appropriate it as if they are the ones that discovered it. And it's still happening to this day. Last year or the year before, someone had created a bonnet. And made it as if, and tried to patent and, and say that this was the first bonnet. And it was just like, what is happening right now? And so when I see these different things in these show, in these types of shows, you know, that, that, so anyway, before I reiterate the same point and then, but for the last one, for the cartoon, 
it made me, and I loved how in both of them, you know, I loved how they kept him coming out of the water. King Triton or the Sea King coming out of the water and giving Ariel a kiss and letting her, you know, her saying, I love you, daddy. Like, I really appreciated that they kept that part as well. I thought that that was, um, that that was really nice and that was really fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but that, that I don't, I don't know how they could have did it visually, but I kind of liked the ending of the first one better, but I still liked the ending of the remake. I thought it was visually like Green said, it, visually it was just, you know, see all the people and, you know what I mean? Like it was a very impactful moment, but it was something about them getting married on the boat and like all of the, you know, people around the boat. I, I liked that in the in the cartoon. So, but I like both, I guess. I, I like, yeah. I like. They, I like, were, they yeah. were different in good ways. Well, I will tell you if I if I was going to make my ideal ending to this movie, and again, it would just it would be a departure. I would because again, it's only in fantasy could you have an ending where, for example, she, she doesn't have to choose. Wouldn't it be wonderful if she could be a human when she wanted, but also to go back and be a mermaid whenever she wanted to be with her family? You know, I just hated that at the end, she still had to forsake completely her life before. Um, so again, that's just, if I had my druthers, I, I'd, I'd have no problem with the end of this movie. Yeah. But if I was that, to that... create my own, I would just say only in fantasy would she, would she really get to have both. You know, because normally in life, like we're in these situations you where you got to choose. That's right. And it would have been so fantastical for her to been able to, for, for the father's solution to be when you want to be on land. But but, but then, then that would like, it would, for me. It would truly be the world's uniting. But I'm saying yeah. it would take away from, she loved him. Like that is the power of this love. You know what I mean? Like I'm leaving everything behind. And I just, I think that is, a part of like what what the impact is yeah because it's, like, it's like if you could go back whenever you want and you never got to worry about drowning you know what, what did you really you didn't give up anything you just gained you didn't so i'm just saying yeah that would take away from the yeah i see what you're saying you know i i will say like there there is a um there is a Little Mermaid 2 and and I found out about it too late to try to coerce the two I never watching knew that. it. I yeah, I never watched, watched it either. I wonder no, what, what it could, it must have been one of the um direct to DVD. Yeah, I yeah, think so. I think it was a video. A it was yeah. a video and it was in 2000. Uh -oh. And yeah, I think it was in 2000. My notes are again prep sketch. Prep was sketch on this. The Little Mermaid 2 is called Return to the Sea. Okay. okay, it's it's the Little Mermaid to return to the sea, and they actually do have the original cast. Like it's Samuel E. Wright again as Sebastian, it's Jody Benson as Ariel. It's again, it's like they're bringing back the the people. Um, and what actually happens is that it is their daughter. Okay, and the daughter, um, she's a human, and I think it's like the Ursula, the sea sea witch's sister named Morgana has targeted Ariel and Eric's daughter. And it's something about her being human, but having like that mermaid lineage. 
and um and uh Morgana victimizing her somehow because of that. So I didn't I did I you know I didn't I didn't get a chance. I didn't even watch a trailer or anything, but that's that's what I was able to pick up from a a, a cursory kind of look. But anyway, so just saying that there was there's another layer out there to what happens when a mermaid becomes human and her yeah. family is still mermaids. Yeah. You know. So that'll be something. But you know what else, y'all? We started to talk about the performances. Um, and we talked about Halle Bailey and how she did her thing. Okay. She, she sang that song. Okay. Every she, time she I them. listen to her part of this world, so whether it's in a preview, when I saw both movies, tears, eyes. So good. And, and, and an amazing I like, job. I like how she was subtle in her amazingness of singing. Totally. And by that, I mean... A lot of times you'll hear somebody redo an iconic song. So now they're it's like, all right, man. Like, right. You're going, just you're doing too much. The song, well, we don't need your extra runs and all this, you know, like just and I feel like she perfected that. You but, know what I'm and that's how she got discovered for it. Holly Bailey's voice is is amazing and she has this strong soft voice yeah that's the best way to describe it that's the perfect description what, what was it the 2019 Oscars or something like that she was singing with her sister Chloe and the man who was like do we just he was in the audience like do we find our Ariel and so um it it just it, it, it was effortless. totally just a beautiful voice Her, she was a siren in that moment and didn't even realize it right yeah like we it was her talent that brought her it was never anything else that people were trying to make it into which they knew that that controversy would get you know the the people going because people love that um for a, a preview to have i think it was like in the first week like 1.5 million dislikes um it for for it to have it based off of just the fact that she was black they didn't care about the fact that she's phenomenal her talent they cared nothing about that and so when you have that they knew that that would happen like come on the box office was already going to be a hit based off of that but more importantly her talent is out of this planet and i think that they did a great job at casting i don't I, there was no one in this cast that i really was like why you are didn't you do a this? good job right the only one i could think of maybe some people that could have played eric better maybe but here's the thing that like guy that, that played eric he did a great he looked just like the cartoon <laughs> just, yeah it was like some, his, that white shirt on with the, he looked just he looked just like totally. him and i was like this is very freaky right now it looks like you know they did something to your face like they're doing some cgi now to that point let me tell you something let me tell you what made me upset okay let me tell you what made me upset Brittany hot take this that <laughs> scene they oh the newer live action version missed what they could have done with that 300 foot aerial i mean 300 foot ursula, ursula. I was and so you saw I, it in 3D. Right. I the first time I saw it was just regular standard. Then the next time I saw it was in 3D because I went and saw it in 3D with the excuse me, the purpose of seeing that scene. 
Because I was like, okay, the standard ain't given what's happening. This That's is right. huge monster Ursula. She's causing a hurricane in the waters. I was like, I need to see this in 3D because I yeah. think I'm missing it on standard. I was watching it in 3D like, hmm, oh, it just, <laughs> what? And what I think upset me about it is that I watch Marvel and DC movies. I see what can be done with computers. I don't know how to do them, but I know that there are so many people out here that know how to do them. People can do stuff. There's so oh, much stuff. they can do stuff. The fact that you, you couldn't really, forgot the laptop. The fact that you couldn't really hear her voice and what she was saying. The fact that you couldn't see the expressions on her face and she looked like some robot or something was happening. I was like, no. Because yeah. I'm looking at the cartoon and the cartoon, I was like, this is what I was expecting in the movie. In the live action, I was like, oh, when you see those things are going to be robust. They're going to blow my mind and blow my socks off. And my socks were still on. Them socks was on, girl. They, and Them I put my, socks was I put on my shoes back that's, on that, as a that's, result. That's another problem. I was so frustrated. <laughs> mine did not get my mind. I'm, 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 I'm just channel saying seven, eight, or nine. Listen, we were. I'm just saying, Brittany. Mm. I'm just saying, Brittany. <laughs> that is another thing. Uh, when we're talking about translating into real, because it's like you have these scenes that were drawn, so they have a certain yes enormity to them that would be very do. do it would be difficult to duplicate that feeling in a live action yeah. situation, man. But they, but to Britney's like, point in these Marvel movies, they do some stuff. Oh no, I 100%. But I'm saying, I also but, am but, saying- but, there's all, but it is also true that there's stuff you just can't do in reality that you can I, do in a cartoon. And I'm not even, I'm not even saying, I'm, say, I'm not saying it's impossible. Right. I'm just saying it would have had to be something pretty special. Yes. For, for, yes. For, for me to have the impact that it had, you know, it like, would have had yes. to be very had to be special. Because when I think about what's the movie, bro, uh, Mr. The one that when he goes into the middle universe or something and it's just like a mm-hmm. bunch of mirrors and like the worlds are upside down. You mean uh, Alice in Wonderland? No. Okay. I can't think I don't of it know right. It. Uh, that Ant-Man, because I've only seen like one Ant-Man it's, movie. It's a Marvel movie? It's a Marvel, and it's the guy no, uh, that has the cape. Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange. Okay. And when Doctor Strange goes into like the parallel universes. Yeah, and yeah, 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 Like when I can see that and they make that look like that is happening out here on the planet and I just can't see it. Like that's what my brain is doing. My brain is like, oh, obviously Dr. Strange is a real person and that is happening. And I'm just not on the levels to see that. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Right? Like you can take me in there. When you have access to that type of technology and I see this robotic aerial, I mean, Ursula, I was just like, is this for real? Mm-hmm. I was I mean, very honestly, frustrated. It, honestly, I was they very did frustrated. <laughs> like they did better in the original Ghostbusters with the marshmallow man. You know, mm-hmm. that real like a marshmallow going down the yeah. street. It yeah. did. Anyway, frightening. So I just wanted and delicious. To, to say that. But overall, yeah. everybody did a great job. Yeah, and I, and I wanted to call out the name of Eric because we celebrated him. Jonah Howard King is yes. the name of that actor. Yeah, he did good. And I they thought have he was great. great. And they yeah, have great, great chemistry. Who plays Sebastian? David Diggs. 
He, I. And you would recognize he a- him. He plays Rainbow's brother on Blackish. And he was also in Hamilton. That, that that's the character. You guys I know that. I did not actor. know his name. Can I? Can I? Can I love I just, him. Y'all know that actor. He did right? a great job. I'm like, to me, I thought that was going to be the part that was hardest, actually, because mm-hmm. Sebastian was my favorite. Character. Mine too. And so I was like, "There's no way you're going to." I mean, like, you can't. But he was great, and not only he he had his own spin, just a. Just a scotch. I mean, he made it his, his own just enough, but it was 100% Sebastian. And I, if it didn't look so much like a real crab, I would be, but he even the sound of it sounds like a, <laughs> sounded okay. like a crab. Like, oh, it, you know. One thing, and I do want to say, because I know we probably have gone over time. I, before we leave, the, in the in the original cartoon, there were no king and queen. They just weren't in the movie. And the and I'm happy that they fixed quote unquote that in the live action that there was actually a king. I like that too. And because there was like yeah. no mention of them, it was yeah. just like Prince Eric and the man that is whatever he's called for him, his butler. I guess mm-hmm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was just them in the movie, and I was just like, yeah, that part was better. Where are his parents? Yeah, <laughs> and, I like, and I like that actress. Her name is Noma Dume Zweni, who yes. played the queen. I really so like her. I thought she did a great job. job. And yes. I like how they gave nuance to that character. They created yes. it and gave it that nuance of, um, you know, she was dealing with the complexity of these two societies existing yeah. and and having to be a leader in that context. Yeah. You know, so I, I appreciated that character. And we needed you know. to dig into her and the butler and how I feel like they had a little something going on. We won't. There was a tone. That. There was. There a was tone. a tone, and I said, "Okay." Dude. And y'all, and I, think I, thought, he, I think he's doing some royal duties. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that um, the guy who played King Triton, Javier Bardem, yes, I I thought he did a great job. And he's fine have, too. Go on, Javier. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen No Country for All? Yeah, me about to get mm. my legs up. No. <laughs> Give up my legs to be King to the Sea King. Brittany, <laughs> <laughs> did you ever see? Oh, what's no, it called? No Country for All Men. No, no, no. Mm-mm. How do y'all he, keep up with all these shows? He, let me, no, that no, was no, no, a no. movie. That it's was a movie. back in the oh. day. I feel like that was a no, while I'm gonna ago. just say he plays one of the most terrifying antagonists ever and to see him do that it was just like i have a lot of respect for actors who could do that like because like i'm telling you he played that so well that i really the the sir the the killer dude i just thought i would never be able to see him yeah but Yes. Oh, yeah. And uh, James, James, though, and it's kind of what we were talking about earlier, he did not appreciate the visual of the live action king after he saw the cartoon. Because he was like in the cartoon, the king was like so majestic and like larger than But you can't else. do that. And you couldn't do it. I, you, you can't. But, and I mean, I think I think we can rap, right? I, I think because yeah. I, I feel like we're, and because this leads into Honestly, I'm deciding as I'm saying this because I'm do it, do it, bro. I'm conflicted because, because my whole thing had to change when we said, "Oh, we're only doing the one." I was like, "Oh, 
Oh, well, yeah, I, would prefer, I, I prefer it that way, actually. Yeah. I mean, in a sense of, I'm going to tell you, I feel like the movie was well done. Yeah. Extremely. I feel like the music was great. I feel like the visuals were amazing. But on the other side, it's difficult translating certain things to real life. Like before, when you talk about eating different animals and stuff like that, it, it on a cartoon, you could kind of get lost in the, you know, just fantasy of it. But you're seeing these fish that look like fish talking to each other. <laughs> and then you see Scuttlebutt eating fish. And you're like, are they eating sentient beings? Like, what is going on? <laughs> and, then like, and, and then just the visual of a mermaid, seeing it that much, it's better in a cartoon. You know, I, it just it just comes across because mermaids look like real fish. And like, how do you, you know what I mean? Like get your brain all the way away from that really looks like a fishtail accident. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, that like like, like, like the Daryl, the movie with Daryl Hannah in it from back in the day, Splash. Yeah. With Daryl Hannah and Tom Hanks. Right. I always thought, ooh, that tail looks like, I mean, she's a fish. It looks like a fish. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's all, it's all, it's all, that was such a Which is a example. horrible that, thing that, to say because now I'm discriminating against mermaids. But I'm just saying, <laughs> it's like, ooh. I really hope, I really hope that they don't come and see. I yeah. know. I don't want to be know, in the backlash from that okay, community. But, but, but so, so. <laughs> And here's, this is the way, and, and then we always talk about the things like, would I watch this again? I don't know. I would not watch it again. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but honestly, <laughs> here's, all right, all right, I, I'm deciding. I'm deciding right now. I'm going to stop stalling. It's hard. Because I feel like in conjunction, for me, it's, it's, a, it's a classic. And in the sense that I... It was interesting enough to be a classic to me. In a sense that if I showed somebody the first one, I would show them the second. I don't think it can stand there alone, but why am I worried about a remake standing on its own? It's a remake. It, it's, a, it's a clear remake. All right. <laughs> We'll get back to you. So, bro, get back, get back to me. Next, back next to me. podcast. Come back. Come back to me. Get, go, come. And, and when okay, I talk, this, I'm going to just This, this will be it. a first time where somebody gets to start their vote, pause, and come back. Yes, you this is the first time. This okay. is necessary, though. I need to well, hear what y'all are saying. Okay, well, let Listen, me tell you. Our next season, you all will consider my jazz a lot more. You'll consider it. Let me just say, y'all, like this one. Jazz every episode. Bro, <laughs> I want to agree with you that this is a heart. Yeah. Okay, because here we have a movie that, in my opinion, was well done and completely unnecessary to the world. Yes, yes, <laughs> we don't need it. Denia, yes, oh. that's what I'm trying to So, say. that's the conundrum here. What do you do? We've got a well done movie Tonight that didn't need to it exist. Up in a sense. So, for me, and, and you know, it's so funny, I had done when the live action Lion King came out. I had done a review. I have a review on YouTube of that movie. And what I said in that movie is let young people now have the new Lion King and don't show them the other one. Gotcha. Just gotcha. let let the new Lion King okay. be their Lion King. Let the live action be theirs. And what I actually said in the recap was, 
it, that review was you don't need two versions of this movie in your soul. And I feel exactly the same way about this one. My soul is complete with the animated version. <laughs> I don't need this other version. And it doesn't mean that it's not great because it is, but I don't need it. And so for me, it's not a classic. Now, I th also think though that my little baby daughter, which one would I show her? You know, I don't think I'd be in a situation where I would show my daughter both. You know, or not with an intention, you know, if she grew up with the live action version as her version of the Little Mermaid, that would be fine. That would be fine. But I, I personally don't need the second one. And it doesn't mean that, oh, I mean, Halle Bailey, come on, girlfriend. I'm now a super fan. I already liked her, but now I love her. Let I me just go ahead and put it out there. I started fan. following her on everything. Yeah. She's excellent. Um, Every single actor, well done. Melissa McCarthy, I was already obsessed with. Listen. And now to, to add this, this she, her, she her singing perfect. and her performance. It's so well. There was yeah, no was one perfect. else that could have played this role Nobody. as well. Nobody. As Nobody. Nobody. Mm -mm. So great casting, you know? And again, I'm even going to forgive it for those unnecessary songs that they added. But again, if I had not seen the first one, and I saw the second one, only the rap probably would have felt out of place. The other two probably would have been fine. So in conclusion, and this is hard, it is hard because I like The Little Mermaid. The live action remake is not a classic for me, but it's still a top notch movie. You know, as I listen to the both of you just talk about this, um, something that comes to mind is that I don't feel like there are a lot of things being made in recent years that are actually classics. I feel like they are being oh, made in, in the moment, oh, and which is great. And we're enjoying them. But 20 years from now, are we talking about, oh, this shook the industry? Mm. Uh -huh. Because yeah. I remember wanting to go to the movies That's all the time. Like when we were younger, we used to call. That's that's where we at. What age we at? Four one two eight two four 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 two four, and sit and listen to every movie every Showcase time. Showcase Cinemas East. And dear God, if you missed it, you had to start. Wait, like, the whole you had to listen the whole thing again. That's exactly right. So true. I can't. I can't. And so I think something is happening so right true. now where there is even like an accessibility issue. Yes. Yes. I can, I don't have to watch it because I could just wait for it to come on Prime. I can wait for it to come on Disney Channel. I can, Everything is just different. And yeah. so I say that to say, I think this is where a movie like Little Mermaid is not even allowed to thrive. You're not allowed to thrive because there's so much out there that it's almost as if, even if you were going to be a classic, it don't matter because you're we're going not, to the next thing. We don't marinate in it. It's we're not too much content. It's so yeah. much content. And gotcha. so anyway, mm -hmm. with that, I think about this and I just go, I enjoyed it. I saw it twice. And each time I was awake and I just really need to put that out there because something is happening in my elderly age of 37 where I'm falling asleep in movies and watching them. And so <laughs> I am like, why I'm like, I really enjoyed this. Halle Bailey did such an amazing job. And the representation 
meant so much to the black community. And, but with that being said, is this something where I just believe is going to go down in history? No, I don't. I think we're about to have a, a great moment in time, but it's not, really not anything else. And I don't, and that's not an indictment on anybody. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's an amazing you know we get, job. We get Holly Bailey from this. Yes. Movie. That's what but, this but movie we, accomplished. It, but it's, we even it's have, put her through the through the stratosphere. Yes, because she was she's been known to a lot of people. If you've been watching Grownish or you've seen her career flourish from YouTube onto her and her sister having albums, you've seen her do different things. She's but putting her into yeah, yeah, her and her sister. Her, and they were kids, they were little children. But for you to be where you are now, where now you are this, and you were always a pop star, but it's movies do something else to you, especially mm. a Disney movie. And now mm-hmm. you're a Disney princess. Yeah. So it is hard for me to say this is not a classic. It's very hard. And I don't think that that was any of the actors' faults. My issue becomes the director's faults. When I can see things like that monster Ursula and me going to see it and go, I, I, what? Right. For when those moments are lost, it is not any of the actors or actresses. They didn't, everybody didn't, even the extras, everybody did an amazing job. Every dancer, every singer, the chorus, all of that, everybody did an amazing job. But they, they kind of, they, they, they kind of let it down. They kind of they kind of let let me down when it came to some of the technical parts of it, and it makes me sad. Mm-hmm. Um, so so it's not a classic. It does not get my um my dingle hopper. Yeah, doesn't, I meant <laughs> doesn't to say that too. Doesn't, doesn't get my, get dingle, my dingle hopper, hopper. Oh, bro. Right, I'm, I'm glad to bro, hear y'all. Bring us down the home stretch. Yeah, I'm glad to hear from y'all because we're all on the same page, and you know it's back in the day, you would make a movie good. And if the movie was good, it would make money and it would even make some points. Now it's like they make movies to make points and money. And like yeah. Jada said, it's like this movie was great. I'm equally feeling it was great and unnecessary. That's, <laughs> so, that's the best way to put it. That was the best way. That was just a great way to summarize it because you're feeling this weird. How do you describe that feeling? But that's, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. But um, so no, it, it, it's not a classic. Mm-hmm. It's, it does mm. not get my thing offer. This is but surprising. This was, this was a hard one. This is a surprising oh, is outcome, folks. The live action 2023 Little Mermaid is not a classic from the right perspective. But I think, based on context clues, that if we were voting on the original Little Mermaid, that it probably would oh, be a we classic. Can skip the context clues. I would from the right know, it perspective. My, it gets my dingle hopper. Yeah. It, we can skip the, it the gets innuendo. my dingle hopper. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, um, but again, but at the, the same uh, smoothest time, man ever in history, <laughs> smoothest crab. He was like, and, he was like, wins. <laughs> Words. Words. No, you see. <laughs> Samuel E. Right. Yes, yes. Oh man. Yes. Even the way he was with the king, like just doing whatever, like yeah, yeah, just pandering yeah. to the king, no matter right. what the king's perspective was. But it wasn't just in a weak well way. Done. It was, it like, was, no. it was it like, like he was funny. almost playing the king. Totally. Right. Totally. At, at the end, you right. You right. Like king. I always say, you have to let the kids be able right, to do right. what they want. Which is the opposite. 
Is that what, <laughs> that what you said in the beginning? <laughs> so y'all, uh, with a special honorable mention for uh, Sebastian. <laughs> Y'all, this movie's not a classic from the right perspective, but thank you for, for watching us. We can't wait to get your comments and get your thoughts. Is it a classic for you? Let us yeah. know. Yes, love you, bro and sis. I Thanks for you. watching and listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Talk to y'all later.